Hello and welcome to I Don't Get It, the Pop Culture Get Off My Lawn cast, featuring the open-minded musings of maybe three early <laughs> 40s curmudgeons staring on the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm joined by... Uh, your regular co-host, Noah Tarno of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show Spectacular, and... We have a third guest today, the first of three special episodes with Get... We're, this, we're letting a, a stranger into our bedroom yes. between the sheets. Please uh, introduce Metaphorically. Your, metaphorically. Please introduce yourself, sir. Oh, thank you. It's me, Nick Nadell. Uh, I am now also in my early 40s. You just made it. That's true. Uh, the host and the creator of the podcast... Movies my friends have never seen. Which we've both been on. We've both been on multiple times. Multiple times. times. It's mm-hmm. a podcast where the guests watch classic, iconic movies for the first time we talk about it. Bill watched Dumbo. Point Break. Point Break. Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. Classic, iconic movies like and, Point Break. And, uh, that's about <laughs> please. I've never seen Point Break. You want to do you that haven't? one again? I'll do that one. No, no. Right. Well, you were you were on. You watched Rear Window Rear for the Window first time. And Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now and, and coming soon, Garden, Garden State. States. That classic, iconic Those film. are both but, really and good And I episodes. think the most recent movie. I uh, know oh, I did Bridesmaids, but one of the most recent movies okay. I've done. Because we're mostly a lot of right. 80s movies. Okay. Right. Anyway. So, so anyway, we brought Nick in here because we are recording live with Noah Tarno. He is on the site for a... Yes. Uh, Sustained period of time. We're yes. going to be doing a couple of uh, live in the round episodes rather than over the Skypes the way the kids do it today. Yeah. So we have, uh, man, you know what? For an episode this great, we picked the worst topic in the world because it's so small. <laughs> it's such picayune dog shit. And that's why I love it. Picayune dog we shit. We are loading Nick's episode up with the subject is rolled ice cream. Rolled, uh, also known as stir fried ice cream. The fuck does that mm-hmm. even mean? I think because the process of making it, some people think, not entirely inaccurately, is akin to, to the cooking? process of stir frying. There's nothing being fried, but if you look at it, it's a little like put thrown food in a wok. On a wok. Yeah. Or a, a, a Mongolian barbecue. Almost. Mongolian barbecue of ice cream. Yeah. Mong- Mongolian barbecue. I can't believe this is what we've come to. Yeah. See, we, we did the, the food topics on this show are so few, far and few between because yes. we did like poke. We did poke, and then we did Lana Del Rey. I don't <laughs> So I, 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 just, I was just meaning to be absurd. I hope that didn't come trying, off. We're trying to. Uh, cre- yeah, we want to. We want to be a very polyglot pan. Well, not polyglot at all because we're two white guys. But we're doing a pan. I'm Jewish. It doesn't count anymore. That's true. Yeah. Well, you guys pass for white at yeah. this point. Yeah. Rolled ice cream. It looks like from what we saw today. Me and Nick got some today. Noah got some yesterday or Sunday, the day before. Two days ago, Sunday. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And timing is irrelevant. <laughs> and it, it is essentially they take uh, melted cream, put it on a cold slab, freeze the ice cream in front of you and then they go about almost like making an ice, an ice cream crepe yeah yeah stir frying and but then they use a series of like paint chisels to then roll it into these uh, discrete bundles nick equated them to like freshening hand towels and first i think they look like airlines. swiss roll you know yeah. little swiss roll kind of dessert thing. yeah Fair or enough. like uh, pillsbury dough yeah exactly with the crescent rolls when you take the yeah. dough out or very very small rugs that you un- that you put tiny rugs yeah. for, your, like for a, your walking fingers right. like a sp- like when you're at a fancy spa or gym and you've got right. those got those roll yeah. towels right. they give you the dentist yeah. you which is a really appetizing shape yeah except, <laughs> except this one i, I used yeah. to love you know what i used to love you remember drake's cakes yodels mm-hmm. yeah, sure. those things are great. great you don't get those on the west coast so rather than in an inanimate object made of uh fabric this is actually ice cream that you eat think about ice cream and then just make it not good and somehow cumbersome because that's what oh well, i don't but agree. i don't want to tip my hand what we're going to do is for the first uh, uh you know what, what i want to know we're going to throw this to our guests first nick tell me a little bit about your reaction to this property 
Well, I had never had it. It's Thai, right? And it, it's, uh, it, it, it's first known appearance, from what I can tell, was in Thailand about 10 years ago. Right. You know, it's not like it's a traditional Thai thing, but it definitely exported outward mm. from Thailand. And, you know, I found articles. I hadn't heard of it till Bill brought it up, but I found articles about it being in the United States for like three, four years now. And living in New York, like it's been here for a while. I've heard yeah, about it. I yeah. think it's starting to branch out yeah. around the rest of the country where they'll have ice cream shops that do it. But, you know, we went to one in Chinatown, 10 Below, that I think has been around for a it's while. It's a little chain. I went to a 10 Below in East Village. Yeah. yeah. And so I had heard about it. I know there's a place in Brooklyn that like a burger place that does it. So I knew about it, but I hadn't tried it. But, you know, I am a foodie. I am someone that tries weird food trends. So I probably would have gotten to it eventually. I thought it was okay. But it wasn't. it wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, it's ice cream. It's ice so, cream. You like, can't, yeah. you can't, uh, I mean, ice cream is not something that needed to be improved on. I think we were all happy <laughs> for uh, you know, over a centuries or more yeah. about uh, how ice cream is you know, served to you in a cone or a cup. Well, but uh, then there are ice cream sandwiches and there are ice cream bars. That's true. And, I mean, people have played with ice cream for, I'm going to say yeah. time immemorial, but probably only 50 years. But uh, seeing them make it, I think, okay, I see the appeal now. Because it's one of the things where go to the place, you want to see the process. Right. If somebody just handed me... Right. The ice cream rolls in a thing and I ate it, it wouldn't be that exciting. But seeing them, you know, lay out the cream and then kind of do it like and a chop crepe up and the chop it up. Yeah. And so that was fun. And I could see people going and watching it being done almost like a, you know, like a hibachi, like a uh, yeah. Benihana. Benihana for ice cream, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, they, and the guys at my 10 below, I don't know if they were Thai, but they were definitely of Asian extraction. I did not finish mine, but I'm also, <laughs> I, as, as I get older, um, you know, ice cream, it's like, get a couple bites, I'm good. I, I'm, as far as sweets go, it's not my like top sweet anymore but um, I'm, I'm cutting your mic you're out of here buddy <laughs> <laughs> why you're a, you're a big ice cream person i don't understand how i'm going to not eat ice cream no no i eat it i, like I love it. ice cream but i'm i'm with nick it's i just a little mean, goes a long but you way eat like me. a sparrow though that's what i expect from you you know Thanks. if it's really good ice cream if it's like ample hills yeah. which is like the chain that did the star wars ice cream that everybody yeah. flipped out about they sell it i was reading an interview with a dude who owns like some ice cream shop in minneapolis or something and he was saying I mean, look, he's trying to sell his ice cream. He's like, oh, it's fresher because it's made in front of you, so right. it's better than other ice cream. Yeah, I mean, look, so much is watching it because I was in the East Village on a boiling hot day. Three minutes after they handed me the cup, it was just the, the rolls had melted right. into right. it was a cup of ice cream. It wasn't bad ice cream. It had Oreo cookies in it, so I liked it. But, you know, like, it's ice cream. Yeah, you can't I, hate it, and, but yeah, what's I a big deal? Yeah, I thought, like, when I first saw the shape, like, on, you know, it's very... Like a lot of a lot of food trends, very Instagrammable. Right. You're gonna post your yeah. your pictures of it. It's a cool image of the rolls. I guess in my mind, I thought it was something you could actually like pick up, pick up and eat it. Almost yeah. like almost like a yodel. Yeah, that would like, be interesting if someone could like an ice cream, a weird ice cream sandwich. Yeah, like there's like a lot of like there's fried ice cream where yeah. like might have a shell that's more of like an ice cream sandwich, I guess at that point, or like a. Um, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Like those yeah, it was a Klondike bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you do? That, that you know, what would you do? I think needed a stick uh, so bad. Exactly. And so, just <laughs> one bite, and your hand is yeah. just covered in sticky. So I kind of thought you could pick mess. it up and like eat it. Yeah. With your hands, but then I was like, okay, you got to eat it with a spoon. It's right. ice cream. So no, I want I want to move over to you now. What do yeah. you What do you make of this? Well, I interrupted Nick enough to I think I got most of it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It was like kind of watching it, and it's a gimmick. And it is a cool look, and they're definitely, you know, they, they add berries or whatever on top, yeah. so you, you get this Instagrammable image, uh, this snap-faceable image. You know what it reminded me of is um, Cold Stone Creamery. 
Remember when yes. everybody loved Cold Stone? Well, but the reason they call it Cold Stone is because they the mixings they the are done thing. on a Cold Stone. But, uh, no, I wanted to bring up because... What, we got off topic? I didn't know. No, it's not the thing. One of the things is about... We've discussed food in a few places before. Yeah. And my impression is always that you're kind of a light eater. That yes. food, food does not move the needle with you, per no. se, as a human being in terms no. of sensory experiences. So yes. I think that's important to mention. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I'm perfectly happy eating the same three things over and over again. I am not a foodie in any way. Uh, I mean, I like enough things, I think, so that I'm not insane. And I like ice cream. It's, like you, it's not my favorite sweet, but I do enjoy it. So for me, yeah, it's just like a cup of ice cream, and it's a lot of flash and not a lot of substance for me. Uh, but I mentioned to you, Bill, that the episode of ours that I, I think a comparison is useful with is when we talked about Supreme, mm -hmm. the clothing label, mm. because that was just all flash and no substance. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah, you need clothes, but just the, the plain logo on your chest, there's no artist artifice to it. It's just mm -hmm. something. So what does that have? What does that have to do with all right. rolled ice cream? I, I guess my point is I can just say this is ice cream, but I, I can admire the artifice of these. I mean, these guys look young, these 20-year-old guys chopping it up and making it look like Benihana with ice cream. I can admire how nicely arranged it looks, mm -hmm. how pretty it looks. Mm -hmm. And then, fine, the ice cream was tasty. I can go, this was... Good ice cream. Of the three of us, I think I am the only foodie, foodie and the person that would search He's out a bit. A, He's a bit. This oh, guy. Hello trends. here. Bill yeah. Scurry, foodie in chief here. Yeah, but I How mean, many like, times have you eaten it per se, my friend? Uh, none. How many times zero. have you eaten Le Bernardin and, uh, and uh, zero. Le, Le, Le Grand Wee? Oh, I ate it Jean Georges once. In terms of this I mean, kind of thing, in terms of this kind of trendy. No, I don't. I don't seek this shit out. Exactly. Like I only recently had a cronut. Finally, and I remember like working at a website when the cronut was hot, and that's all anybody talked about. Right. And it was a big deal. And it was a donut. And it's a it's a croissant donut. It's donut. Fine. It's totally fine. Exactly. But I wanted it when it was hot. I wanted to try it. But but that's but that's a theme of this show. We're gonna get to it. Why is it popular? So many things are popular because they're popular. Yeah. Because people want to jump yeah. on bandwagons. All right, but look, I, I will say this. My, I, this is fine. Look, ice cream is ice cream. I love ice cream. I love all food except for fish, celery, and fennel. That's it. I like everything else. Uh, I, I better like throw out the uh, uh, fish, celery, and fennel I cooked for you. Oh, it's so awkward. Don't give him a tuna milk. But I feel like this is... Uh, there's nothing first of all I, I was glad there was no line to get in there yeah. wasn't some bullshit and maybe there was at the beginning of this I don't know uh, yeah I, I waited it five didn't minutes. matter I, I got it there I got it and it's like here's my real truck with this ice cream good use of the word is that it is and I've had this twice I had it in Williamsburg I want to say last year and we did it for the purpose of this again the problem is is that when you freeze cream to that temperature and then you pack it into a tight roll and then you put those rolls mm -hmm. inside of a traditional cup what you wind up creating is a geometric shape that is very difficult to attack with a spoon. Mm. Now, we happen to be here on a hot day. So the ice cream relented. It released itself. But the last time I had it, I was sawing. <laughs> the ice cream was fucking leathery, yeah. and I was sawing at it with a plastic spoon. Well, but th that's the problem of the ice cream. The ice cream was leathery. I it's, mean, no, no, clearly you, something <laughs> went wrong. If you give me ice cream in a cup, and I, I like you, you can change. You can stratify layers of ice cream by creating sort of a phyllo of ice mm -hmm. cream. You actually make it hard to attack. So the spoon I was using in Brooklyn one time was quite literally bending. 
I could not eat the ice cream without sawing it through like it. It was like Yuri Geller eating ice cream. It was like Yuri Geller's ice cream. So I had a very bad impression the first time. This was better. Whatever kind of cream they used was, to be honest, flavorless. There was yeah. not much to it. It was the, the 30 below or 3 below, 10 below, whatever 10 the below. fuck it is. It's an inferior product. So, I mean, the shape is something that's like, why not make food that's harder to eat? It's like trying to eat a banana sideways yeah. rather than to dressing it in the traditional fellatio format. It's like, I don't know why you would do that. And then on top of that, and the, other, and the other thing is, is that the, the actual, they could have had a better cream base, something to taste. It was very generically. But I wouldn't blame that on, on rolled ice cream. I would blame that on 10 Below or even this location Hey man, I calls them like I sees them. <laughs> We're going to be making ice cream today. <gasps> so I bought this on the internet. This is not sponsored. So it's a pan where you basically stick it in the freezer for like 24 hours. It freezes and you can instantly make ice cream. I was looking up one of these things to get an industrial one so that you can actually do this instantly. They're like $5,000, $6,000. This was, I think, like 40 bucks on Amazon. Why is rolled ice cream the thing? Why is it caught on? Why is it popular? Nick Nadell. Uh, I mean, it's another, like we said, it's another fun trend of where you can go with your friends and you watch them make the thing and then you, you get it it's we're gonna try something different it's another foodie trend it's it's instagrammable yes said, we took a picture of ours you can take a picture of it you can you can put it on on your, you your take socials. a picture of them making it yeah a video of them making it's it. another thing as a foodie i can admit that part a lot of foodie culture is just like people get bored of something they move on to something else right. it's like what's the you know you're always chasing the latest quick trend yeah and it's you know it's it's interesting like i think the cultural elements are interesting that's you know it came from there some people call it stir-fried ice cream uh, it's something different to try so i could see why people would want to try it i don't think it's like a long-term fad no i don't way. know if they're i mean in terms of like you could probably always be able to get it somewhere yeah. but i don't know if there'll be a a million shops i think it's comparable right. to like a pinkberry where like it's gonna it's gonna be or poke it's gonna be the hot you guys talked about poke right. mm. and literally there is a poke place near me in brooklyn that used to be a subway sandwich restaurant and they were like oh well they've already got the bins which where they put the <laughs> uh the cucumbers and whatnot in. Yeah. let's just put fish in there and a poke place just took its place it's gonna be gone in a year yeah. so oh, i yes. don't know if there's gonna be a million rolled ice cream places in six months, but you know. No, well, why is it popular? I, I think you got at, I mean, the Instagrammable thing I think is big, is that there's a lot of visual appeal to this. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've become a culture that is very much obsessed with what something looks like. Um, I think you're right. I think foodieism or whatever you want to call it is more faddish, more prone to fads than other stuff. So more prone to like always chasing the next cool thing. Summertime, everyone likes ice cream. Everyone like. I mean, mm -hmm. I pity the fool. <laughs> I don't mean to make a Mr. T reference. I pity the weirdo <laughs> who doesn't like well, ice cream. If you're cream. lactose intolerant. If you're like, yeah, well, yes, I'm sorry. I, I pity those people. <laughs> Something that has the universal appeal of ice cream and is pretty and offers some, you know, showmanship in watching it, you know, that's that's a potent combination in the smartphone era where, you know, and also heat is now the new normal. It's going to be 8,000 degrees all year round. Fro people, frozen, yeah. frozen food will be a thing of the past. We don't even know the form, the, the, the morphology of frozen right. food when we no longer understand the concept of a temperature below 90 degrees. <laughs> Nice. And people yeah. like to see things made. I think that makes you think, like you said, it makes yeah. you think it's natural. You know where the ingredients are coming from because you're seeing it being made. You ever in front been to those Mexican you? restaurants where the dude makes the guacamole next yeah. to your table? Oh, yeah. I love that. Rosa it's Mexicana. Fun. I think, you know, I, I have to agree. I think that there's just, it's purely theater. Yeah, you watch them make it. And there's just, I guess, some appeal about uh, about making this ice cream 
that you want to watch it. I don't need to see a window in the kitchen. I don't need to watch people whipping up shit. Like, what is it, like Robata or Hibachi? Like mm -hmm. when you go to those shops and you, you watch people either making steam towers out of a little onion, right? And then they flip the, the shrimp tail into their hat and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, that's nice. It's cool. You know, that caught on big in the 70s and the 80s. That got huge in the suburbs with watching yeah, right. people cook the food in front of you on a table. The guy's sweating his ass off as he's like <laughs> making pork fried rice. It, it adds a nice spice to it. It does. I mean, it's like, I, it's popular, I guess. But the question is now I even wonder based on how easy it was to get it. So like, how popular is this? Is I, it just, yeah. is it just an afterthought? Is this just some garbage now? Well, I just wonder like, and you know, living in New York, we I've seen all these, you know, the cupcake trend and there's shops that do cupcakes and then they, they go out of business because people get tired of cupcakes. I don't see how these businesses who do one thing can actually sustain themselves anymore yeah, really because can. it's, it becomes like, well, it's a food truck and then they're a brick and mortar. And then at, at best, everyone's trying to be Shake Shack. Well, Shake Shack took a long time to become yeah. Shake Shack. And I just don't see how these, these little trends that keep popping up where you're like, I'm going to have a whole store that's just this one item. I'm amazed that these every once in a while you'll see some new food trend they'll be out they'll be able to like run a whole business off of it i think i wonder if that era is done with being having these little little you know one service shops like that's i feel like that's kind of an apocalypse question we can we can even loop that into the mm -hmm. idea of food transient food uh, trends being responsible for a lot of commercial real estate vacancies especially in these large cities that we live in all right guys so today making Thai rolled ice cream. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's ice cream rolled up into these little ribbon-like things. And I don't know, they just look really delicious. I'm gonna use this weird concoction. It's gonna be like an alcoholic slush. I know that sounds really weird, but it's like rubbing alcohol and dry ice put together makes this extremely cold paste stuff. Noah, if you were a kid, would you have liked rolled ice cream when you were I, a kid? I mean, I don't dislike it now. I don't think I would have liked it anymore. Um, in fact, I might have even liked it less because I feel like I went through a good 10 years where like I never disliked ice cream, but it was like always my last choice for dessert. Um, that was a tough couple of years in your life. Yeah. You know, the thing about me Trials and ice cream. Trials and tribulations of being a young man. Well, I remember when I was little, I was, I was so picky with food. I wouldn't eat ice cream in a cone or I wouldn't eat it in a cup. You know, I like ice cream sandwiches best. So oh, maybe yeah. I would because I like the kind of novelty thing. Still, to this day, I'd rather eat like a chip witch than pretty much any other form of ice cream. Have you had Cool House? That's another one that was started uh, as a food cart, I, I think. I think I had a Cool House once and I was disappointed because it was very overpriced. And then of course in San Francisco, they have their own ice cream sandwiches called the It's It Bars, oh. which are okay. They're made with oatmeal cookies. And I don't like oatmeal huh. cookies that much. So I might've liked it more because I like the different ice cream, but yeah, like after five minutes, this is just mm -hmm. a bowl of ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> if I was a kid now and I was getting rolled ice cream, maybe I'd like it, but I would be like, uh, I don't know if this yeah, is Yeah, well, the... it's a visual thing. It's a hipster, you know, it's funny, adults didn't eat ice cream until, I mean, yeah. that was what Haagen-Dazs did. Mm -hmm. The whole idea behind Haagen-Dazs was like, we're gonna make ice cream for specifically yuppies, yeah. but more generally adults. There was this idea that ice cream was gauche and it's a childish thing and that's what you give children. And Haagen-Dazs by, you know, bullshitting that they were European, they weren't. Haagen-Dazs is a made up word, it's yeah. not meant in However, Frusenglage. Frusenglage. <laughs> different origin. Yeah, totally entirely. different. The unnecessary umlaut ice cream ripoff. And then Ben and Jerry's appealed to stoners because they're like, we're just going to cram a yeah. lot of Ben candy and Jerry's in here. was stoners and aging hippies, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, but, but, but Haagen-Dazs opened those floodgates. Yeah. So it used to be ice cream was just a kid thing, mm -hmm. and then they were innovative in that. So I feel like rolled ice cream, I mean, a kid's going to want it. It's a bowl of ice cream with Oreos in right. it. But, you know, the, the artifice and the prettiness. You know, I mean, maybe some kids like that. Well, I'm going to lance the tension here and say I would have enjoyed nice. this a lot. Because, first of all, it's ice cream and uh, what the hell else need be said. It's That's, that's quite it. literally, that is yeah. it. 
Put the nail in the head, you know, just, just countersink that head. nail. Put the nail in the head. Put the nail in the ice cream. <laughs> what a metaphor. Yeah, I mean, when you're a kid, ice cream is ice cream. I mean, it's. I'm sure, you know, it's it's nice to have it in that shape, but a kid's right. going to eat it in any shape. It's funny. It's more I, for adults. You're right. The, the, right. the rolled thing is is completely for adults, for the... It's, the 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 con the trend that something different the trend of it. It's funny when I was a kid, and ice cream was my last choice. But for some reason, and I even remember thinking this at the time, like, eh, I don't want ice cream that much. But if the ice cream truck came, I mm. wanted fucking ice cream. That's There's a big something deal. about the truck, the experience mm. of the truck. Well, you know what the truck, the truck, the experience of the truck, and Nick, I assume they had them down where you grew up too in D.C. The, this, the truck was uh, Brigadoon. The truck was this movable thing. Mm. Oh yeah. That was like, when would it show up? Yes. When was it there? So mysterious. It was uh-huh. so unknowable. Yeah. It was like the castle from Crawl. Yes. It was like it would appear in a different place every me. night. <laughs> and the music. And that's out. a. That's a. The music isn't real. New and York you're at thing. the beach, and you would go running. Yeah. I mean, well, Eddie Murphy's got that whole routine. I got ice cream. Yeah. I briefly tried to get a job one summer driving an ice cream truck, and it didn't work. I was also doing theater that summer at college. It didn't work with a schedule, but man, like I thought that would be the party. Yeah, is every wow. day just drive around and sell ice cream to kids. It's, it's amazing that the the trucks are still they still around in New York. They still you know yeah. there's so much competition compared to I'm sure when you were younger. And it's I think it might be cheaper, and they yeah. go to the neighborhoods that aren't served by rolled ice cream and mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's. There's so many Pavlovian. You know they're always they're always hanging out outside the yeah. project. The and stuff. um the hygiene the hygiene code about what a truck has to handle is also the burden is a lot less than a restaurant, which is right. why food trucks became a thing in cities right. too. Because because they're, you know, the hygiene thing, like in Jesus, whatever the, the street truck guy who's selling halal meat, I think that that guy literally pees while he's cooking it. Sure. And then doesn't wash his hands, which yes. is why I will never eat food off of, a, of a, a street car. Okay. Not even a pretzel? Not even a hot dog? Hot dog's already an animal's anus. It's snouts, oh. snouts have, and anuses. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had a, a New York street hot dog in ages. Oh, I God. Like I probably haven't had be, one in 20 years. Yeah, 20 years ago or 10, 10, 50 years ago, they were great, I feel like. And I can only imagine how awful it is now. Because yeah. they don't, there's too much comp, There's too much other uh, food you can get from, so a, just, from a cart now. They make it out of shoe leather. Yeah. That's a poke cart. You haven't poke. been to the halal guys in Midtown? There's no, lines no, around the block. Yeah, I don't know. Those people love Tomain. I just don't understand. What the preponderance of like colon resectioning that you need from a serious disease as opposed to what little joy so you got. So you're one of these conservatives who's, who, who fears a future where there's a taco truck on every corner. What's the latest scoop? Ice cream in rolls. The ice cream gets rolled up right before your eyes. It is very cool. In fact, it's downright freezing. So Bill, do you think the rise of rolled slash stir-fried slash Thai-style carpet towel yodel ice cream <laughs> do you think the rise of that is a sign of impending doom for no the human race? it's not a sign of impending doom for the human race but it is you know this came up with the fucking poke thing and with yeah. poke there was a a uh, an idea of the commoditization of food not only that but people starting another irrational reason to create a run on tuna which i said is not a sustainable food right luckily we don't have it in the same this is a nuisance this is a sign of a nuisance of just like people selling you back ice cream, the thing that you already know. But this is a thing where it's like, congratulations, here's ice cream again. And it's like, and it's like people are gonna get excited and pull out their fucking cameras and take those little fo- photos where the dog nose and the and the dog ears are on their head as yeah. they're eating the. It's just a nuisance. It's like, what? What was? I'm, I'm like, eat whatever you want, you little pricks. That's fine. But it's wow. like, how? <laughs> it's just so stupid to kind of like reconfigure something just to create an unnecessary Byzantine form. 
So, whoa, whoa, but do you feel this way about ice cream sandwiches? Ice cream sandwiches are a terrible idea. Why? Okay. Wow. You had cookies and ice cream at the same time. Okay. You're, d- Fucking brilliant. I'm the, I'm gonna, ice cream sandwich. I am going to nullify all arguments with this. You are so wrong. So here's a cookie. And the thing is, we were walking We were walking in Union Square, I want to say about seven years or so ago, and we were on you know, summer. And I forget, one of those trucks there that we got ice cream from. And I said, can I please have mine in a cup? You said, you know, with a slavish look in your face, your, uh, your pupils had gotten small. And you looked at me and you said, I love ice cream sandwiches. And you looked like, you know, Burroughs on like on speed or something. Okay. And so you got the ice cream sandwich and I got my ice cream in a cup. Fast forward 10 minutes later, you're sitting there fighting with this thing like Hercules in the Hydra. Did Hercules fight? Why, because it was melting all over my hand or something? It was all the way down your fucking okay. elbows. Okay, it's not well, the but, best delivery system but, for ice cream. But, but it's and every time, every time I watched you take a bite of the ice cream sandwich, I watched the ice cream eject out the rear. <laughs> and I, I didn't say to you, Noah, you're a smart man whose opinion I respect. It's clearly you made a terrible, whoa, whoa, a terrible but, mistake. But there are similar problems with an ice cream cone. When you get to the end game with an it. ice cream cone, yeah. that thing's all over your hand too. Well, here's, well, here's the, the bigger problem, Nick. I'll, 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 I'm going to go in a second, but the, the, yeah. the problem with any food you have to hand eat there's always a hygiene issue and then a cleanliness issue so it's like ice and cream sandwich. i'm the one with the problem <laughs> i am I, I do not get sick i've never had my colon resection because yes. of diseases and i have my colon resection every two weeks yes is that I, i've seen it rolled like, ice cream it yeah. won't resection your colon <laughs> all right nick, nick, your... nick nadell is this a sign of the so apocalypse wrong. no it's so not wrong. i mean look i'm so used to all these food trends I, if anything i think it's interesting because at least this is you know it's culturally it came from Thailand and it, it, it started, you know, and it came here. So there's at least some interesting like cultural history to it. It's not something that somebody invented. Well, it's and, only ten years old. Yeah, but I mean, at least like at the very least, if you were to discover, you'd be like, oh, okay, this is another. It was invented at Angkor Wat. This is, yeah, this is another culture's food. You're like sort of learning about <laughs> other culture, and that's one of the great things about food. You know, I mean, if you mm. watch, you know. Anthony Bourdain travel shows or any of this, you know, you see how the world's connected by food and all that great stuff. So it's just, I find it that's interesting. It's not just, you know, the cronut, which is invented in a, somebody in a, in a food lab or whatever. Um, so, no, I mean, I'm so used to these food trends. They come and go. It's part of living in the big city where they're going to they're usually going to be here first and then they'll spread out. And, um, you know, it's not something I'm going to go have again, probably, but it's not the end of the world. Well, it's definitely not sign of the apocalypse because it's such a minor thing. But I'm going to say something how it might be the opposite because I actually, one of the things I like about ice cream and honestly one of the reasons I like got back into ice cream in my 20s is I think there's something really wholesome and great about ice cream. I think ice cream strikes me, and maybe this is naive, as very democratic. Everyone likes ice cream. Mm. I mean, certainly every cultural group likes ice cream. In Asia, they don't drink much milk. You know, you don't get cheese in a, at a Chinese restaurant. But they all eat ice cream. That's like the one type of milk that is crazy popular in Asian countries. There's something very democratic about ice cream. And while this seems a little shishi and whatever, you're right, it is cross-cultural. And it's not so expensive that someone who doesn't have big bucks can't get it. I mean, Haagen-Dazs was a bad example because it was like, oh, we're going to make ice cream for the upper crust, you know? Whereas this stuff just seems like, you know, anyone will go for it. I mean, it's a little shishi, but not in a way that I think would make other people uncomfortable. When I went in, there were like all sorts of different people there. So I don't know. I mean, I'm glad a food trend is ice cream something anyone could appreciate. And it's not, I went to an ice cream place in Portland a few months ago and all the flavors were just bullshit like mm-hmm. bacon flavor and yeah, that was eel caramel and there was literally yeah. nothing I would eat. And this stuff might seem crazy and, and fancified whatever, but it was still like caramel and banana and uh-huh. chocolate 
and vanilla. It was still the flavors. And key lime and s'mores. Right, all that that's... everyone would enjoy. Right. They it, wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, braised squid. Yeah, braised squid ice cream. Exactly. It wasn't lobster Newburgh ice cream. With, right. with sprinkled uh, uh, ants, Mexican yeah, sprinkled, ants on sprinkled top. Sprinkled Mexican ant eggs on top. And that's so, like Ample Hills, too. It's like, and Big Gay Ice Cream is another one in the city where they're just, it's, it's good basic ice cream, yeah. but they are, have interesting twists on the flavors. You know I love ice cream. I post ice cream pictures like every day. Yeah, if I'm going to have a cheat meal, <laughs> it's probably going to be ice cream. They make ice cream on the iron plate. Yeah. And they like, they rolled it. It's so interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it tastes any different. I'm guessing the texture is different. Nick, is your, well again, we don't hate it, but do you, do you harbor any jealousy of big, of, I was gonna say big, of rolled ice cream? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I don't know how somebody would be jealous about it. I mean, it's like... Um, we found a way. <laughs> <laughs> we find a way to be jealous of everything. I'm so, I'm so jealous of cream and rolled into a shape. Well, you wouldn't be uh, jealous of that. You'd be jealous of the people who are making money off it. Or the, well, people, who, I mean, the people who are taking you know, pictures of it. It's yeah. not jealousy, but it, like I was saying before, it's like, I do wonder with these sort of, with a lot of these trends, it's like, well, how far is this going to, is this, this one going to go? I don't know if it has the, I don't know if it's going to be as wildly popular as even something like a cronut, which was like, uh, it was it had a certain level of like cachet and it like looked interesting and it was like oh somebody took the donut and they made it interesting all of a sudden you know i just think this is like uh, it's a minor trend in food culture so i wonder like how sustainable this one is i don't know if i'm jealous i just feel like i'm resentful <laughs> is my wow. dislike based in resentment i you yeah, know maybe. The, the, i hate when food is made more Rococo than it needs to be, there's just, and again, it gets worse than this, for sure. I don't think that a dislike, I mean, if people who are in there taking pictures of themselves eating ice cream or, or putting it up on Insta or something like that, if, if it's that person, the clientele, or if it's the impresario behind the food. You know, there's this place called Empelon in, on, on, the, on the east side. Yeah. And it's this really renowned Mexican restaurant run by a guy from Chicago named Stupak. And uh, his um, kitchen makes this guacamole. Right. It's not, and it's not out of avocados. It's made out of fucking cashews. Right. It is the most needlessly baroque thing you can imagine, where you take this humble food, and then for some reason you make it out of cashews, which doesn't work, doesn't taste good, and then you charge something like $28. Yeah, but they're not charging $28 for the cashews. No, they're charging it, it, $28 for the, the cachet. It isn't. They're charging for the cachet. However, it's, a, it's an instance of watching people kind of like pervert food in a city. But I just have like, it's like there's this kind of like head scratch. It's like, this is just stupidity. This is just making food more baroque. Yeah. But what if like, uh, the, the, the cashew thing reminds me of at Momofuku, which is a popular right. It's actually chain. like, it's really good. Yeah. At Momofuku Nishi, they have... It's mostly vegetarian, their menu, and they have this spin on cacao de pepe, the um, cacio de, cacio de pepe, thank yeah. you, the uh, Italian dish. And it's made of Chickpea like pea flour. Yeah. And so, Sounds like, great. now it's delicious. And what if you were like, a, if you're a vegetarian or you're someone that doesn't eat pasta or carbs or whatever, it's like, well, there's an interesting twist on that. And I think if it's, when it's done well, I have no problem with that. That's not just like unnecessary. That's not just like, let's change something for the sake of making it more Byzantine. That's like trying to change something to make it more inclusive. That's a little different, which I mean, it kind of goes back to what you were saying 
saying about making ice cream more democratic, right. which I think is that's a compelling. I think right. there's something compelling about that because you're talking about you know what do we need more now than anything else? Fucking ice cream, just because chill the fuck out, everybody. It's yeah. a really nice linkage tool yeah. between people. But there are there any food trends that you have liked? I don't know if I chased them around. That's the thing. I huh. mean, you know, there's a difference between food trends and then all the just the fucking amount, the sheer volume of food in New York that's trend or not. Mm. Whether you're gonna go out to John's on Bleecker to get pizza, or you're gonna go to Vashelka and get blintzes, or you're Is that gonna place go still open. Oh yeah, yeah hell's yeah. Or you're gonna go uptown and get Ethiopian food on on uh, on, on uh, Frederick Douglass Boulevard mm-hmm. or something. It's like there's plenty of food to go get that is like time tested without chasing a business a shingle that's only gonna be there for eight months. You know, when we were kids, there was no Thai food places, and now they're no, everywhere. There were no Indian food on Long Island. There weren't a shit. lot. You, there was a Chinese and there was pizza and that was it. Right. When I was a child, if we wanted pizza, we had to go to the one pizza place mm-hmm. and pick it up because it didn't deliver. You know, when my dad was a kid, there was no pizza. Uh, when I was a kid, bagels are stuff you only got in New York or mm-hmm. places with lots of Jews. I mean, now you can get cappuccino at a freaking rest stop. And sushi. I didn't have right. sushi. Oh my God, sushi I, I was a novelty s- in the I didn't have sushi until I was in college. Now these are I whole... I see children eating sushi now. It yeah. blows my mind. These are whole cuisines as opposed to one specific right. thing. Yep. And I agree with you, you know, guacamole made out of cashews. But I guarantee you, the chefs like that, I used to edit food writing, the chefs like that aren't making stuff to to delight normal people, making things to delight foodies and yeah. to burnish their own. And the, yeah. the social media and the foodie blog, food blogs and everything, I mean, that that is what the rolled ice cream is made for. I yeah. mean, because that, But at least other people can enjoy it because it's ice cream. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, those... There's a low barrier to entry. Yes. Other than the fact that it's just hard to attack with a spoon. Yes, other than that's that. That's the high barrier I entry. still say that's your problem. <laughs> it's my problem. It's every problem. Everybody who's going to attack every it. problem. We didn't have problems eating it today because, again, it's, it had melted. Yeah, it melted. Yeah, Nick's right. That's the thing with ice cream. It'll with melt. It'll melt. All right, so I think that brings us to the end of the episode. We are very happy. We thank our guest, Nick Dadell, for thank showing you. up. Thank you. So uh, we are coming back from a hiatus. We are uh, in good shape to keep yeah. going for the end of the year, I believe. You want to find past episodes. Look on Apple tunes music apple tunes apple tunes fruit loops music fruit it, cha- loops music. it changed its name it's not itunes anymore i don't know why they rebranded but look for there look for soundcloud google play stitcher to each of us at noah and bill show write to us at noah and bill don't get it at gmail.com visit i don't get it podcast.com nobody goes to a website I'm, i should just stop even pitching that give us a fucking it, it's review it's a good thing to direct people to yeah, when just I so, direct so, so to you know website. it exists right, yes. give us a review we'll read the goddamn reviews just yes we will do it so I, I'm on Twitter, at William Scurry. I'm on YouTube, AM Caesar, Noah Tarno. Bigquizthing.com, that's my business. Uh, the Trivia Game Show Spectacular, corporate and private quiz events nationwide. Uh, I guess the day this comes out, we're going to be doing our first public event in New York City in like a year. Something so like that, too. Come check it out. Uh, and then, you know, all over the country. Nicholas Nadell. Hey, check out Movies My Friends Have Never Seen at MoviesMyFriendsHaveNeverSeen.com. It's on iTunes, Libsyn, Stitcher. You probably get on Spotify eventually, but it's on all your <laughs> podcast things. You can listen to episodes with some of your our friends, Kevin Marr, uh, Bill, Noah. We have I've got sixty plus episodes now. Follow me at Nickdell on Twitter. I'm on Facebook and all that stuff. I sometimes I write things and I post them there. <laughs> but you're like you're like some deranged dwarf who doesn't really use Twitter though. I I kind of gave up on Twitter. That's crazy. See, I've been re-embracing Twitter partly because I'm trying to get away from Facebook. Yeah, well, I mean, my podcast is at MMFHNS okay, well, there you go. Podcast. Yes. Follow my podcast on Twitter. Yes. Uh, yeah, Twitter is where racists yeah. are, so I've yeah. moved so away from it. We feel at home. It's yes. great. <laughs> it's 
Anyway, so uh, until next week, yes. when we talk about some other leathery food stuff, yes. or perhaps making a hot dog into a ring, which would somehow mm. even... Ooh, I like that. No! Idea. No! You're not doing that. <laughs> Maybe a necklace? <laughs> I don't get it. You probably don't like a corn dog, I would imagine, right? It's on a stick. <laughs> the production of American Caesar Enterprises 2018.